Well, good morning and uh, welcome to what is our new preaching series from New Beginnings Uniting Church here. It's a preaching series called um, Living as the People of the Resurrection. Let me say this. Easter's come. Last week it was Easter and we had all of those times, important, significant events within the life of the church. We journeyed with Jesus all the way to the cross. We, we, we remembered all of those things that Jesus went through on the cross and how he died for the forgiveness of our sins. He was crucified and he was buried. And, and on Easter morning, we celebrated that he was risen from the dead. He was raised up. See, as we've reflected upon new life that Jesus gives us, and we've been given access to God through the forgiveness of our sins, through what Jesus has done for those that call upon Jesus as Lord of their lives. But see, the thing is that often what happens is that at Easter, we remember all these things, and then only a few days later, we go back into life as normal, albeit with Easter eggs still hanging around and maybe the straggler hot cross buns still there. I don't know whether hot, hot cross buns still in the shops or if they moved on to the next thing that happens. I think they've probably moved on to the next things that happens. But, you know, I would say the majority of people actually live their lives day in, day out, week in, week out, as though Easter never happened that the resurrection actually makes no difference to them. But you know what? Easter happened. The world has been changed. And our lives have been changed because of that. The question that we need to ask ourselves, and we are going to do that through our series, is do our lives reflect that Easter happened or that Easter never happened? Do we live as like Easter is just another day? Or do we live as people of the resurrection? Have our lives changed because of what Jesus has done? Over these five weeks, we are, we're going to be looking at what it means to live as a people of the resurrection, to allow our lives to actually reflect the change that has been made through Christ to reflect the victory that Jesus has given us. Today, as we kick off this series, I want to explore with you one of the things that marks us as being a person of the resurrection. In other words, somebody that's living their life as though Jesus has died and been risen again so that we may have new life. You know, we're actually living that out in each and every one of our moments of our life. That is important for us. And so what I want us to explore for ourselves is how do we live with confidence? Confidence from the fact that Jesus has won over evil. Confidence that allows us to move on regardless of the situation around us. Confidence because of what Jesus has done. So let's start with two verses from 1 Corinthians um, chapter 15, and we're going to start with verse 57 and then 58. And I just want to share with you, and they'll be on the screen. 
that gives us the confidence that we are a person of the resurrection. And it says this, but thank God he gave us victory over what? Over sin and death through who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable and always work enthusiastically for the Lord for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. We have confidence because of Jesus' victory over death that what we do in his name will never be useless, but will have a purpose, will have results. We live with confidence because of what Jesus has done. See, as disciples and believers, we live and we let our lives reflect the victory that Jesus has won. We don't go back to our old ways that we used to live in. We actually move and move and change. And we change because we have confidence that Christ allows us to have access back to God. We have confidence because we are no longer bound to die a death that separates us from God. But we have been given life that gives us eternal life. See, this confidence that I'm talking about is not self-confidence. It's confidence rather in the deep abiding faith in Jesus Christ. It's, It's not working on our own strength but in the strength of God that works through us. Works through us in the times, good times, in the hard times, in in the everyday times. God is working through us. So how can we live with confidence as Christians? Not self-confidence, but confidence in our Lord and our Saviour. How is our life going to be changed because of this confidence? What are going to be the marks? What are going to help us do this? What is our daily life going to look like if we live with confidence? I want to share with you a few things. And the first is this. The confidence starts with actually knowing God. You can't actually have confidence in God and what God has done without actually knowing God, without actually understanding who God is and what God has done. We actually, in order to have confidence in God, we've got to get to know God. We've got to become familiar with with what God has done. And, And the way we do this is we actually delve into the Bible We actually delve into the story of God found in the words of the Old Testament and New Testament. We actually get to know it. We get to have it as part of our daily routine. You know, we live in confidence because we know what God wants for us. See, unless we are living with the word of God in our lives, How can we be confident in God? We're confident in an abstract thing and we're confident in a real person. We're confident in our God, our maker, our creator of all things. 
And that's how we start to live with confidence. We have confidence because we know God and we know God because we spend time in his word. The second thing that we have that helps us understand who we are and helps us build our confidence, where does our confidence come from? Our confidence comes from knowing that each and every one of us are a new creation. See, we have confidence that our old ways are gone and we are made new, new in Christ, new in saving grace. You know, and I love the thing that happens in a baptism. When somebody comes and professes their faith and actually says, I want to give my life to God and and we actually go through the process of washing away. So we put them into the water and we pull them back out and the old is gone and the new is there. This public expression of being a new creation when we come to know Jesus is so important. See, the Apostle Paul, when he was writing to the church in Corinth, actually says this, that we are a new creation. And it comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And we'll put it up on the screen. And this means that anyone who belongs to Christ, so if you call upon Christ, if you say, I am a Christian, I am a follower of Jesus Christ, if you call upon Christ, anyone who calls upon Christ has become what? Has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. So we have confidence that our old life, what we used to be, the way we used to be, that we're living in sin and death, has been taken away from us because Christ has given us new life. New life has become. See, as Christians, we, we live in confidence that because of this new creation that we've become, not because We've done it, not because in our own strength that we are capable of doing this, but because Jesus has done it. We are sons and daughters of God because of what Jesus has done. Jesus has given us this freedom to live in relationship with our God. See, in Romans chapter 8, verse 15, it says this, So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. So God is not making us fearful slaves. Instead, you receive God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. So we actually come into that relationship. We have confidence that we're a new creation and that we are close to God. We come into this relationship where God is our father and protector and keeper. The third thing I want to share to you about living in confidence as a Christian, as a person who is a living out of the resurrection, that Christ has won over death and, and conquered all of the sins for all of the worlds, is that, is that we live in confidence knowing that you, each one of us, have a purpose. We actually have confidence that we know that we have a purpose. See, here's the thing. When we read through the Gospels, so when we read through either Matthew, Mark, Luke or John, we encounter Jesus. And what what we see is Jesus teaching his disciples 
And, and that's what we are trying to do. We're trying to become disciples of Jesus. And he's teaching his disciples to understand what God's purpose is for the world and, and to not only just understand what God's purpose for the world is, but that they have a purpose, that each and every one of us as followers of Jesus, as a disciple, has a purpose. In Matthew chapter 15, I'm going to read from verse 13 to 16 for us that helps us understand that we are just not aimless, that we actually have a purpose. We have a reason for being here. We have a reason that we have confidence. And, and, and here it is. Jesus is talking to his disciples um, and, and he's saying this. So he's saying this to the disciples. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if you have lost its flavour? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see that everyone who praises, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. <clears throat> and I love this. We are salt and light. We, we have a purpose. And it's to preserve and protect, to give light, to open up people's eyes, to know who Jesus is and what Jesus has done so that may, everybody may actually proclaim Jesus' name. Our purpose is to help other people see Jesus alive in us, to have our life change so much radically changed so much that people go, what is going on? What has changed? We are salt and we are light. We help preserve people from the death that comes from living in sin by pointing to Jesus as their saviour. We shed light on people's lives by, be willing, by living out what's here in the Bible, but speaking it out and helping people understand that. It means that we live out the great commission that Jesus gave his disciples. See, in Matthew, later on in, in, in Matthew's gospel, right at the end, in Matthew 28, from verse 18 through to 20, it says this, And Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and what make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. See, here's what Jesus wants us to do. Here's our purpose. To go and make disciples of all nations to baptise them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to teach them to obey all of the commands that Jesus has given us, that God has given us through Scripture. And we have confidence because God is going to be with us always in all of these things. And finally, the, the fourth thing I want to share with you about living in confidence, living in confidence through Christ, through his resurrection, is this. 
We live in confidence and we know that our Lord is our helper and our advocate. You know, just as, as Jesus said to his disciples at the end that I am going to be with you in all of this purpose that I am putting there for you, God is going to be our helper in all of this. We live in confidence because we have a helper, an advocate, and that is the Holy Spirit. God didn't leave us, leave us alone, didn't leave us just to try and find meaning and fulfil a purpose, but God is there with us, guiding us, leading us, giving us the gifts that help us fulfil that purpose. In John 14, verse 16 through to 21, it says this, And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate, somebody who is there beside you, helping you, talking about what, what we need to do, but also advocating to God our Father. I will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads, in, leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognise him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be, be in you. <clears throat> No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you will also live. <coughs> Excuse me. We've got one more verse on. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. So here's a promise that Jesus is giving to his disciples that that he's going to be there with him. Even when he's gone, the Holy Spirit will come and advocate for us. The Holy Spirit will come and give us gifts and strengths to do the work that is in front of us that will lift us up. You know, when we are down, we pray and God will lift us up. When we are happy, we pray and God will celebrate with us. When we are struggling, we pray and God will be there. God is there with us always. See, when we live in confidence, not living through our own self-confidence, not living on our own strength, not, not going that I'm capable of doing all of this, I'm the one that is brilliant and wonderful, I can make it all happen. That's not the confidence that I'm talking about that we live in as resurrection people. We don't live out of self-confidence. Yes, we use the gifts, we use our talents, we use what we have, and yes, we can be confident in what we can do and achieve, but as resurrection people, we don't live out of that. We live out of the confidence that God is always with us and God is helping us. And God will do so much more in us than we can ever expect. It is knowing that God loves us so much that he gave his one and only son so that we may have forgiveness of sin, so that we might be brought back into a right relationship with our God. 
This is what it means to live in confidence as a resurrection people. So I want to finish up with with a short reading from Philippians, from Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 through to 10. And it says this. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and because and become one with him. I am no longer counted as my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I have become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death. Paul is saying he wants to live as a resurrection person, knowing Christ's death and life and power that comes from only from Jesus, only from God. So may we live as a resurrection people. May we live with confidence, confidence in Jesus, confidence that God is always going to be with us through the thick and the thin, through the hard, the good times. God will be there with us and we can live out of confidence in that. So let's just pray together. Loving, gracious God, you open up your word for us yet again. You open up our words so that we may understand. We may come to know who you are. Lord, help us to live as as people of the resurrection. Help us to live not merely by ourselves. Help us to live saying, yes, you, God, you are my Lord, you are my Saviour. I place my trust in Jesus Christ. If that is the first time that you have heard that or if that is the 100th time you have heard that, but you still want to place your trust in Christ, I urge you right now, say yes to Jesus right now. I place my trust in Jesus Christ. I give my life to him and I place this knowing that I will have confidence in our Lord Jesus Christ. He has conquered sin and death and that I want to live as a resurrection people knowing that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Saviour who has freed us from our sins and given us new life. We ask this in the name and power of Jesus. Amen.